What's up? Mic check. One, two. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Why don't you talk normally so we can actually... Okay, fine. <laughs> check, check. Testing. Text. Not texting. Testing. <laughs> Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. beautiful ghouls welcome this is brandy i'm here with my sister jody hello okay so i'm very excited because i found this story on monday oh no you had to wait this whole time yes (laughs) i I almost texted you so many times but i was like i'm gonna wait okay this is titled teens accidentally solve murder mystery during routine outing quote this is freaky okay okay during a routine rando nodding session, oh. a group of teenagers in Seattle, Washington came across a mysterious abandoned suitcase that had human remains <gasps> inside of it. Oh my gosh. For those who are unfamiliar with the term rando nodding, which is what we are going to do. Yes, when it's not hotter than shit yeah, outside. We, we, we're probably going to wait until like fallish. Fall. Yeah. yeah, so we're definitely going to do it, just not yet. Um, but... It, it's using a random number to generate specific coordinates in your area. Um, you know, we've talked about it before. Yeah. <clears throat> so on June 21st, one of the teens involved in the incident named Henry posted a video about what happened on TikTok. Quote, Rando not sent us to this part of the beach and we found this black suitcase, he said. We were joking that maybe the suitcase would have money. When Henry and his friends get closer to the suitcase, he can be heard saying, it stinks, y'all. Uh, during the or once the suitcase was fully open he said the smell was overwhelming eventually henry and his friends who are a little scared and nervous decided to call the police to see if it's actually a dead body or if it's just food um henry found out later that it was actually a dead body inside the suitcase several bags containing human remains were found in the area where henry and his friends located the suitcase oh my gosh so they think they have a serial killer in seattle no um but the fact that rando not led them there is just insane yeah so freaky as hell that's cool i I don't want to find that when we go oh my gosh i would be so scared i know ew i just want to find weird stuff not i want to find money well yeah (laughs) that would be that would be awesome (laughs) i'll take that over a dead body any day (laughs) for sure (laughs) okay so something's been happening in my house Uh oh last uh well probably i mean it's very random but it happened about a week ago okay so i got i had this hideous set of shelves in my living room that i hated yeah so i took those out and i got a new shelf which it is much because the shelves were really tall and the new ones that i got are really low and i put i have pictures on the top of the kids and our mom Mm mm-hmm so friday i think it would not uh not this past friday but the the week before that i i walked in and one of the pictures was turning to the right it was facing to the right and i was like that's weird whatever so i i moved it back that was friday monday this past monday when i came home it was the same way it was turned to the right and it was a picture it's a picture of me and mommy when i was like really little Mm -hmm. and it was turned to the right and I was like, what are the odds of that? Like, So it's the only one picture one is moving? Picture, the same picture has moved three times now. It's just moved to the right, just a little bit. Hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, if it's vibration, all the pictures would move, not just and, one. Well, and that's, the, and that's the thing, because I don't notice it in the morning when I leave, and the kids are they're staying at home so they're in this pattern of staying up all night sleeping all day yeah so they're like not even awake when i'm at work yeah so i don't think it's vibration anything and again it's that one picture it's the same picture each time Hmm. and it's happened three times maybe it's mommy just letting you know that she's there i think it might be because i i literally i was like mommy if that's you do it again (laughs) 
and she did the the third time it wasn't moved as far Mm -hmm. but it was still moved from where i had it yeah so very strange Hmm. interesting keep you updated on yeah so yeah Okay. My picture, mommy never moves. <laughs> I specifically, I I talk to her a lot. I miss oh. her. I miss her a lot. And yeah. I asked her because I was listening to, what is it called? Scared to Death. Yeah. The podcast. And they were talking about how if uh, loved ones are near you, a lot of times it will be electrical stuff that will happen. Like the lights will uh, flicker. And I, I, just one day I was in my car, I was like, mommy, just let me know you're around. Just flicker the lights. And I don't, I didn't see any lights flicker, but my picture moved. Mm. And I was like, I didn't think of anything. The first time I saw it, I, you know, it was just the picture was moved. So I moved it back. The second time I saw it, I was like, huh, what's this? And I was like, maybe this is what she's doing because I asked her to flicker the lights. So she's doing this instead. And then I literally, out loud, I was like, Mommy, if that's you, do it again. Mm-hmm. And it happened again. Hmm. That's so, interesting. Yeah, I'll have to keep you updated and let yeah. you know if that picture moves again. Because it's just that one picture. That's weird. I know. Hopefully it's Mommy. Hmm. Okay, I did not do a stupid joke this week because my intro are pretty much stupid jokes. Oh, okay. Basically, these are social media posts that make wildly unexpected turns. Okay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> first one, this is a post. It looks like it was on Twitter. She put, my boyfriend's family is so against us dating. Someone po- uh, commented, who are they to stop you? And she commented, his wife and kids. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> No. That is just wrong. Stupid. I know. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. They're so against us. I can't imagine why they don't approve. <laughs> what is wrong with people? God. Stupid. <laughs> Next one is from Flanny. Looks like it was Twitter. He put, my nephew just said to me, is wind made from birds flapping their wings? He's so adorable, isn't he? Wrong. My nephew's 24 and addicted to heroin. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, immediately what you think of. I you know. think of a little kid, like yeah. maybe five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. This one is from Slimesicle. Uh, at Slimesicle, and it's Twitter. I can't believe people don't eat the crust. Like, what the fuck? It's part of the food. It's fantastic, even if it doesn't taste like the rest of the watermelon. (laughs) (laughs) So he's not talking about pizza. No, and who calls it crust? (laughs) And ew. I know. (laughs) Actually, the white part of a watermelon, like the very edge of the, it tastes kind of like a cucumber. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I've, like, on the edge of a piece yeah, of watermelon. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just very watery. It just tastes like cucumber to me. Yeah. But I've never tried the actual, like, outside. Yeah, ew. No. The crust? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next one, I think, is Twitter again, at Joe Heenan. Ten years ago today, I married my best friend. My wife's still really angry about it, but me and Dave were drunk and thought it was funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. <laughs> okay. This one is from at RefJK. I believe Twitter, at Twitter or on Twitter. Just learned that the dentist a block away from here was arrested for dealing drugs. Shows you how wrong you can be about people. I had been going there for over 10 years. Never knew he was a dentist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) This one, I I must have skipped the name. Uh, my dad just told me a story where this guy went out to start his tractor one morning and the battery was gone and felt, and someone left a note that said, I feel so bad for taking this, but my car broke down. I'll repay you in the future. A couple of weeks later in the mail, he got a handwritten letter, a money order, and two tickets to the Super Bowl 
So the man took his wife out to the Super Bowl, and when they got home, they had stolen everything in his house, even the ceiling fans and the stove. Oh my gosh! Horrible! What an asshole! (laughs) Did not expect that. No! What a jerk move. Serious, and that's like a lot of work and money, and that's a lot for to steal everything out of someone's house. Okay. Oh, goodness. It, it's uh, Twitter at Rakshisha, I think. Uh, it finally happened. The flight attendant asked, is there a doctor on this flight? I leapt up and said, yes. Did a tracheotomy at three or 30,000 feet and a, uh, with a razor blade and a ballpoint pen. He didn't make it, but the thrill was undeniable. Oh Thinking about going to doctor school now. <gasps> what? They just asked if a doctor's on the flight. They didn't ask for credentials. Oh my gosh. That can't be real. It's not. Okay. I hope not. God. They'd be in prison and on the news, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This looks like Facebook from Stocks Refinished. Not sure. I don't know. Uh, Very sad to report that eight days into self-isolation, and it's upsetting to see my wife standing at the window, gazing aimlessly into space, tears running down her cheeks. It breaks my heart to see her like this. I've even considered letting her in, but rules are rules. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, that fucker would be the one outside, not me. Oh, yes. I'd be paying for a broken window real quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> this one is at Tweet Potato. <laughs> That's so cute. It is. Aw, Tweet Potato. Okay. Um, argument at a family dinner. Wife whispers to me, don't start taking sides this time. Me, why not? Sliding roast potatoes in pocket. They're too busy yelling to notice. (laughs) He's taking dinner sides. (laughs) This one is at, uh, looks like Twitter. Mr. Dave Gibson. In high school, I was placed in the English bottom class where a teacher said to my face, I'd never make it as a writer. Today, 25 years later, after uncountable knockbacks from almost every publisher, I'm ecstatic to finally be able to announce that teacher has died. (laughs) (laughs) That was all that was holding him back. That's right. (laughs) 25 years later. (laughs) Uh, This one looks just like a meme. It says, a colon can completely change the meaning of a sentence. For example, Jane ate her friend's sandwich, or Jane ate her friend's colon. <laughs> what? That's stupid. It is stupid. These are my stupid jokes. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Next one is from at J. Leone, maybe. I remember when I was a kid, I could go to the store with a dollar and come back home with three bags of chips, two candy bars, six packs of Starbursts, and a cold drink. Nowadays, they got cameras everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, when was that? (laughs) Never, unless you (laughs) (laughs) This one is at F.U. Tang Clan. Me, I can't do it. I'm too shy. You ask her. Friend, no way, man, you do it. Me, giggles, give me your money. This is a robbery. (laughs) (laughs) Next one is from at Ron Nui, I think. You cannot own land. All of it belongs to Mother Earth. Who are we in our hubris to, to claim that her bounty may be in our possession alone? We do, did not create this world. This world was created for us, and as such, we cannot lay claim to its body. Get this fucking parking ticket out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> you don't own this land. 
Yeah, it didn't work. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Next one is at Dale Cheeseman 4. My grandma has worn the same shirt with red, white, and blue blue and stars to celebrate the 4th of July for more than 25 years. Every year she wears the exact same shirt. Thanks to the hashtag World Cup, we finally noticed it's the Panama flag. Over 25 years of treason. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, it's another one that I did not get the name for. <clears throat> Explaining to a child that we're mortal and that death is inescapable is probably, for me, the hardest part of being a party clown. <laughs> And this one is tweet at Delightful Dr. D. The quarantine has strained many marriages, but for some of us, it has enhanced our relationships. I'm lucky to have the most loving wife. Last night, I woke up while she was holding a pillow tightly over my face to protect me from COVID-19. <laughs> That's so sweet. That's so nice. I've been in that woman's position where I'm... Oh... <laughs> Just hold it there for a few minutes. It'll be all right. <laughs> and I think I have read this before, but it's hilarious. Whoever lost the iPhone 11 Pro Max outside the cinema about an hour ago, please stop calling my new phone. <laughs> yeah, you've done that one before. <laughs> I love it. It's hilarious. Stop calling my new phone. What's your problem? <laughs> okay, this one, I'm not sure where it's from, but it, it might look it might be from Facebook, but it's a question, and this guy answered it. It says, what do you genuinely just do not understand? He put, how people came up with shit, like cake, for example. I mean, did someone make bread out of good old water and flour, and then, whoops, they dropped an egg into the mix, and they called it a cake? And later, someone decided to put fucking candles on it, and now it's a freaking birthday cake? And then they leave you for Josh, and you wonder how the fuck she was able to take the car and the TV. Um, She's got issues. She might. It was a simple question. Okay. This one is just dumb, and it's at dumb on Twitter. So. Commercial. Two out of three people suffer from depression. Talk to your doctor today. Me, hurriedly phones doctor. Hey, do you suffer from depression? <laughs> Next one. My mother would say going upstairs, leave the peach cobbler in the kitchen alone. But I couldn't help myself. I sneaked in and watched him. Watched him make his stupid little peach shoes taunting. <laughs> no one's going to wear those, I'd say. You're stupid. But he kept on working. Oh my god. Is a peach cobbler. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Okay. Was it just me, or did I laugh a few times last week, and it sounded like I was the baby Grinch on <laughs> The Grinch Who Stole Christmas? Uh, I don't know. Maybe you should listen to it again. I was like, what is up with my laugh? It was weird. Maybe I don't even me. know if I remember what the baby Grinch laugh sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. I'll okay. tell you that. All right. Okay. This one is at Kevin Farzad. Life is short. If you have a crush on someone, walk right up to them. Then a little past them and just keep going. It's probably not worth it. <laughs> She's probably right. Yep. Um, this one is, it looks like a typed out note that was placed on a, probably a school door. Theory is when you know everything, but nothing works. Practice is when everything works, but no one knows why. In our lab, theory and practice are combined. Nothing works, and no one knows why. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. This next one is at Integrity Guy. If you fucked up in school, you had to meet the teacher after class. Fuck up more, and you had to meet with the principal. In 2004, I tried to use this strategy to go all the way up the chain of command and meet George W. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Which that, I mean, that is kind of... Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. This one is at Not Viking. Whenever I get change from a store, I always put it in a little jar when I get home. 
It doesn't seem like a lot, but over time it adds up. So on a rainy day when I'm hungry, I don't and I don't have any lunch money, I just go into my piggy bank and eat the coins. Oh. <laughs> and this last one is Do you need the reading glasses again? I just... Yeah, I can't read that at all. It's okay. It's from some guy on oh, Twitter. okay. He put, don't you hate it when you offer when you offer help and the other person says yes? <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to just be nice, yeah, and do, but then sense. they, like, yeah. take you up on it, and you're like, well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really want to help. I was just being nice. I just wanted to look like I was going to help. <laughs> I want to at least pretend I'm a good person. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this week, I just titled the Strange Things Part 1. Okay. So these are just strange stories. Okay. Once when I was a little kid, hadn't started school yet, my siblings and I were playing hide and seek. I hid in one of the bedrooms between a bunk bed and the wall. It was a corner hiding spot. I just sat in the corner waiting to be found, back to the wall, bed to my left, and wall with a window to my right. I didn't have anything covering me, so if you looked in the corner, you'd see me, right? Apparently not. I remember the multiple people, siblings and parents, had looked into the corner but they but never said they found me, so I just kept sitting there. Eventually, my, my parents called the police. They could not find me. I came out after a while confused as to why no one had found me and wondering why the police were here. To this day, my family, myself included, joke that I can turn invisible. Oh my gosh. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Have you ever seen those pranks that they pull on, they're usually little kids, but they they take a picture, like a group of people will be in a room and they'll sit, one person will sit on the bed and like, kind of like they're holding someone or like around them and they'll take a picture and then they'll bring this kid in and try and convince them that they can turn them invisible so they put a blanket over them and they you know do whatever and then they pull it off and everybody in the room's like oh my god where'd you go yeah and then they'll be like get on the get on the couch and we'll take a picture so they they take a picture with the person but then they pull up that one that they took before without anyone and then they show everybody and the kid sees it Uh uh-huh they usually start freaking out yeah but it's kind of (laughs) funny I have not seen that. But. Look it up, because, I mean, like I said, they end up crying a lot. Oh, well. But before that, it's great. <laughs> People are so mean. I know. <laughs> I was listening to one of our old episodes today about the um, the kid who got chocolate-covered pretzels for Christmas and said it looked like cat shit. And yeah. then the next morning, the parents yeah. put the cat shit out and they ate it. Ew. That's great, though. You guys listen to our old episodes, if you don't know what I'm talking about. I have an old TV my parents bought way back in 1986, when they were living in Germany. When I was little, that TV was retired from the main family TV to the basement TV, and my bedroom was in the basement. I very clearly remember waking up in the middle of the night frequently and randomly for years and laying down on the couch in front of that TV. It would turn itself on and play music for me so I could fall asleep on the couch. As I've grown older, moved from place to place with it, it's done other things. Turning on to full screeching static when my toaster caught fire while I was in another room, or dramatically turning off and not coming back on when I've been awake for too long. Weird shit, really. I don't know what's up with it or inside it, but there's something in there, and it's my oldest and most loyal friend. Oh my gosh. Isn't that weird? It is weird. <gasps> That's weird. I like it. Yeah. Never heard of anything like that before. I know. It kind of makes me wonder, going back to our conversation before we started recording, I wonder if he's just a psychopath. And like nothing's uh, happening yeah, with the TV like at the all. TV's never on, or it, like it's broke. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> People come over and they're like, "What, well, dude? What's with the broken TV?" And be like, "It's my friend. What's the problem?" <laughs> it's my oldest and most loyal friend. 
don't talk shit like about it. People don't come over to that house much yeah, anyway. Yeah, so. probably not. Hmm. My randomly assigned college roommate and I felt deeply connected the moment we met for the first time. We were inseparable right away as if we had never really been strangers. Months later, we randomly find out that our mothers were pregnant at the exact same time in the same city in a country that neither of us are originally from. They were in that country for two completely separate and oddly specific reasons, so we're not talking your ordinary beach vacation. She is from the U.S. and I'm from a European country. Up until that point, there had been no overlap in our lives except for the nine months our pregnant mothers unknowingly lived on the same street in a foreign country. A couple of weeks prior to giving birth, they both moved back to their respective countries. It's been ten years and she is still one of my best friends. Weird. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. What are the odds? I know. Crazy some people you're just meant to meet yeah yeah interesting this happened about six years ago i was working customer service for sprint and was living with my girlfriend at the time i woke up one morning and checked my phone i got a message from our mutual friend rj it said dude what the fuck did jamie my girlfriend at the time text me i was confused At that text, so I shook Jamie awake and told her about the text. It took her a few seconds to find her phone. It was on the bed. She was sleeping on it. We looked at her message history, and it was a bunch of gibberish, random letters and numbers. It looked like the keys were pressed because she was laying on her phone. In the middle of the jumbled mess, however, it said, We have company. Perfectly typed, perfectly spaced. Freaked us the fuck out. Ew, I got chills. Yeah. We have company. We have company. That's weird. Ew, I still have the chills. (laughs) That is weird. I know. Oh my gosh. My stepfather shot himself in the hand with me in the room. The bullet glanced off of a wall, two mirrors, and came to a rest in our kitchen where the police found it. I was talking to him while he was cleaning his gun. Next thing I know, there's a deafening bang. Glass shards are flying, and I'm staring at a bullet coming toward me at eye level. After that, I'm on the other side of the door. It's closed, and I'm sitting. I had been standing. I get up and walk to where my mom was sleeping. At that time, my stepfather charges in with a towel rapidly soaking in blood, screaming bloody murder. He had knocked all the bones out of the last two digits of his hand. Oh, God. To my knowledge, there were no holes in the door, but there were chips in both mirrors and the wall from where the bullet had hit. What? So, the gun goes off... He was in there talking to him while he was cleaning his gun. Is that right? Yeah. The gun went off and all of a sudden he's in another room sitting down? What? Let me read it again. Okay. My stepfather shot himself in the hand with me in the room. The bullet glanced off of a wall, two mirrors, and came to a rest in our kitchen where the police found it. I was talking to him while he was cleaning his gun. Next thing I know, there's a deafening bang, glass shards are flying, and I am staring at a bullet coming toward me at eye level. After that, I'm on the other side of the door, it's closed, and I'm sitting. I had been standing. I get up and walk to where my mom was sleeping. At that time, my father charges in with a towel rapidly soaking in blood, screaming bloody murder. So, like, they had never been in that room, or they were not in that room when that happened. Like, he came from a different room. Right? I don't know. I, I take it as they were sitting, you know, sitting talking. He was cleaning his gun, and it went off. This person saw it hit the wall, then two mirrors, and come toward them right well that uh, that alone you there's no way you could see it coming it's it's too fast no yeah you can't see it coming yeah you wouldn't see anything no except the damage it left yeah it would go it would be too fast you so did time slow down i don't know and then somehow he ended up on out of that room 
with the door shut. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Super weird. Mm, whatever. Okay. When I was a kid, I was putting on gel in front of the mirror. My bedroom door was locked. When I finished, I tried placing the lid back on the jar with my sticky gel hands. I dropped it and hit my foot, and it slid under the bed. I was like, fuck, and dried my hands with the little towel. Then I was, as I was bending over to pick the lid from under the bed, it slid back out on its own. Ew. I didn't panic or anything, but I did look under the bed, and there was absolutely nothing where it could have bounced off of. Also, by the time I reached for it, it wouldn't make sense anyway. either way. It's not a scary or interesting story with poltergeist activity and humanoid characters, but I always think about it. What was it? What pushed the lid back out? I'll never have an answer. That's creepy. That is creepy. Ugh. When we were kids, my sister and I saw what we were are convinced was the fucking Easter Bunny admittedly it was late at night and through a glass window but it was very clear very defined silhouette in addition that window was probably between six feet to seven feet tall one of those windows that lined the top of the wall before hitting the ceiling here's the thing here is there's a typo Here is the weirdest fucking thing. The way it moved. It was kind of half hopping, but we could only see its head and ears. It was so disturbing to see the head and ears bobbing and flopping. I get that time distorts reality at times, especially being a kid, but my sister and I, more than 15 years later, still agree on the exact moment we saw it, and it still gives us the fucking creeps. (laughs) Oh, weird. It's probably their dad outside dressed up as an Easter bunny. Yeah, and yeah you can't. I mean, especially kids. Yeah. It, you just never know. Yeah. Must have been around eight years old. I was at school and left my lunchbox in the lunch hall. This is in London, and the building has been there since the 1800s. My mom worked at the school, so the rest of the kids had left, and I'd been waiting in the empty playground for a short while before going to retrieve the lunchbox. Only windows in the hall were high up and the sun was setting on one side, so my shadow was cast long across the huge room. It took a few seconds for the heavy wooden door to swing shut. I scanned around the hall to see if I could spot the lunchbox, and suddenly it felt as if a cold gust of wind moved right through me. Then the shadow of another small boy appeared next to mine. Safe to say at that point I didn't stick around and ran back out into the sun. Yeah. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. For over two years after his death, my partner continued to receive texts from her dead son. The texts arrived on average at least once a week, and usually at moments she felt at her lowest. The texts were mostly the same. Love you. See you soon. This phenomenon occurred with three different phones my partner had over this time. Her son's phone was kept in a drawer at his sister's. It was chipless and no longer working. Oh, that was it. Oh, that's crazy. It's sad. When I was in middle school, I lived on a hill that had a graveyard on it. I had a friend who pulled all-nighters with me. In summer, it's light here pretty much all night, so it was never creepy. As we were heading down the hill, I don't know why, but I glanced back and saw a little girl in a white dress. This was around 2 or 3 a.m. I stopped and she walked into the woods, which the graveyard was like 100 yards away from. I asked my friend if he saw her, and he did. We both thought it was weird, so we went up to see where she went, but saw no sign of her. Three years later, I have a class in high school with a teacher who loved local ghost stories, so every Friday he told us one or two new ones. Then he talks about the girl at the Hill Cemetery, and it snaps back to me. I got chills from the thought. My friend and I decide to visit the graveyard at night because we were dumb and young. Five minutes later, someone walks up looking pale, asking to leave, points to the woods, saying a little girl just tried talking to him, and I felt like we were being watched from the trees. That's creepy. When I was maybe 11, I was in the living room and could see directly down the short hallway to my right. I could see all four doors leading to the rooms and bathrooms. My door was at the end of the hallway on the right-hand side. All of a sudden, my door handle started shaking violently, like someone really wanted to get out, but it didn't have 
the strength to fully jostle the handle up or down enough to open it. Air conditioner was off, only pet was with me, and the only other person at home was my mother, who had just gone the opposite direction into the garage. Ooh, I hate wiggling. Door I knobs, know, so. me too. It's just like, ooh. <laughs> no, you Stay can't come out. in. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> Go away. I have always been a skeptical person, but I live in a house that made me question myself. The dark figure at the end of the bed I could chalk up to some sort of suggestion-fueled dream. The vase that came flying at my head, however, not so much. Just this small vase that sat on the mantle for years, and one day while I was on the couch chilling, it violently threw itself into my way and landed behind the couch. I wasn't leased to the place and moved out a month later. Haven't had any spooky bullshit since. That's creepy. Okay, what were you do you do if you're just sitting on your couch and something just flies off and I I don't know. <laughs> I really I don't know. That is scary. I would you know, and see that's like if one thing happened like that, I would be totally like don't get me wrong, I'd be freaked out. Yeah. But if nothing else happened, I would probably just forget and you know move on yeah still another it would just be another thing that i wouldn't be able to explain at all yeah now i do not consider myself overly superstitious however i am irish and this is by irish standards my boyfriend's mom who is american thinks i'm really superstitious visiting the old jail museum in jim thorpe pennsylvania with my boyfriend and his family very quick backstory for those of you who don't know the history. Sorry if I get anything wrong, and please feel free to correct any mistakes. Irish people were not well liked in the area in the late 1800s, and many of them worked in the coal mine. A group called the Molly Maguires Secret Society were hanged in the jail, and it's said that their ghost still haunts it. We were brought down to the basement slash dungeon where prisoners were sent to solitary confinement. I was standing close to a wall with no one close to me, and felt a very firm squeeze on my left shoulder. My boyfriend's grandma is convinced it was because I'm Irish, and the ghosts knew it and were reaching out. What does that have to do with being superstitious? I don't know. Sometimes, if I'm in the perfect mood of relaxed, open, and intentional, I can bend back the tines of forks as though they're putty. The middle just kind of goes soft for a second, and I just gently bend the tines with a finger... And then in the next second or so, the metal goes hard again and unbendable. I keep the forks in my handbags, some on my bookshelf. If I'm not in that precise mind space, I can't do it at all. But when I am, and I can, it's the most amazing thing. Weird. That's crazy. And this is my last one. When I was little, I would always predict things. For example, my brother and cousin were pillow fighting in my aunt's bedroom. I said they should stop, and they asked why, and I said they were going to break the glass shelf. The only glass shelf was in the living room, so they just carried on. Later, they started pillow fighting in the living room and broke the glass shelf. I laughed and threw tape at them and said it will last for four years. My aunt taped the shelf together somehow, and four years later, I opened the door and came in, and the shelf fell over. Weird. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. That's all on my strange things. Okay, well, I kind of did something similar. Okay. I but they call it glitch in the matrix stories. Yeah. Um, I got this from Ranker, and it's an article by Bailey Brown. First one is from Redditor Hedgerow Snuffler. A long time ago, I had a conversation with an old workmate who described the following. The detail is hazy, but he said one day he was in his house when he felt a sudden need to go outside and stand on the lawn. He claimed it was the strongest, clearest feeling ever, and on doing so, he experienced a sort of wobble. He just said everything was screwed up for a moment, and he experienced a feeling of detachment or outsideness. When it passed, he turned to go back inside. While talking to me, he got quite upset at this point and asked me not to think him crazy. 
The next thing he saw was his car parked in the street, and it was the same model and registration, but a different color. He was so thrown at this, and then more so because then his wife came out to ask what he was doing, and he said he realized she was in all appearance his wife, but somehow not his wife. He said from that point on she liked foods she had claimed to hate before, and sometimes brought up memories he said he had zero relation to. He said things like his route to work was the same, but somehow different. He said there were buildings on his way that either he had missed in six years he, in the six years he had driven past them five days a week or they had just appeared overnight he said some people he remembered from other departments in work they had just vanished and asking about them brought total incomprehension from other people he was to a totally regular healthy guy but he said he measured his life in relation to that afternoon he went on to say that he is now living his life with a feeling that about 15 percent uh, of it had spontaneously changed that afternoon. That's weird. It is, like... That would be so unsettling. Like, to go out and see your car, but it's, like, a different color? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? That would make me crazy. I think so. Yeah. I would lose my mind. Especially if nobody knew what I was talking about. Yeah. That's weird. Mm. <clears throat> Next one is from Redditor, The Name's Clove. I vividly remember this girl at my high school perishing after she drove over the side of an exit ramp that was having construction done on it. The reason she didn't realize it is because she was texting. I remember my sister and her friends going to the funeral. She was in my sister's grade. We lived in a small town, and I remember everyone talking about it for weeks. Fast forward almost 10 years, I've told my fiance the story enough times she knows the girl's name by heart mainly to try to convince her not to text while driving my fiance <laughs> is from the other side of the country and i never go back to my hometown so she doesn't know any of the people i went to high school with personally one day she was looking at my sister's face facebook page and says hey isn't that the girl who died I come over to check it out. Turns out she's alive, married to an old friend of mine with a kid, and no one remembers the car accident or the funeral. I'm still so confused. Ooh. That, I mean, that is something you don't forget. Yeah, that's... I, that's like traumatizing for, you know, grade school kids. If someone in their school dies, you remember that shit. Hmm. But yeah, she's alive and well and has a family. And well, I guess that's good. That's insane. That's weird, though. I know. Okay. Next one is from a former Redditor. I knew my uncle had died. My mom called me and told me the news. I was very sad. She told me in the middle of a work day, and I told one of my coworkers. He expressed his condolences on my loss. A couple of weeks later, my sister mentioned my aunt and uncle doing something. I said, but he's gone. My sister said, no, he wasn't. I called my mom, and he's alive. To this day, I'm not sure how much of it my brain imagined or how much of it was real. I, uh, did I really talk to my coworker? Was I even on the phone with my mom at all that day? It still freaks me out knowing that my mind could fabricate so complete and a real memory like that. Wouldn't that be horrible if someone's mom got the number wrong? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was thinking that it was a dream or something, like maybe a really, really vivid dream. And I don't know. Hmm. I think someone called the wrong person and they thought their uncle died. <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> Next one is from Redditor uh, Jebalon, I think. About a year ago, my girlfriend and I went out to eat to dinner at Chipotle. It's a smallish shopping center with a burger joint and a peewee neighbor, neighboring the Chipotle. Peewee? Mm -hmm. I don't know. One of these is kind of an upper classy type of, of shopping air, areas. We pulled into the parking lot in front of the establishment around 5 p.m. on a Friday evening to find the parking lot empty. There were no tables outside, there were no cars in the parking spots, not a person in sight, and even the lights inside the buildings were off. Completely confused, I took the car in a sort of loop around the building in order to leave. 
The only thing of interest was a single fire truck parked along the side of the building, headlights on, but no emergency lights, and no one in the truck. It struck us a little odd, maybe a fire in the building? As we pull around to the back side of the building and then finish looping around, we drove past the front facade of the building. Except this time, every parking spot is full, tables are outside with patrons at them, food half eaten, there's people walking around and the lights inside the buildings are all on, but the fire truck was gone. Mind you, it took less than 30 seconds to make a circle around the building, easily one of the strangest things I've ever experienced. That's crazy. That is crazy. At first, I was thinking, well, duh, COVID. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, who knows when these were written? I know. <laughs> Everything's closed. <laughs> okay. Next one is from Redditor Tog the Destroyer. Hmm. I was sitting in my car with just my dad, and I distinctly heard my sister, who was at home, say, Are you guys almost here? I'm scared. In a very specific, concerned tone of voice. Two seconds later, my dad's phone rings. Guess who's on the line? My sister. She says, Are you guys almost home? I'm scared. In the same concerned tone of voice. I was pretty freaked out. Woo, weird. That is creepy. Um, And the next few I got from a different website, and I do not remember which one but it's an article from alexa lynn i used to work in a building that had three levels of sub basements with a piece of lab equipment i typically worked on on the lowest level basement i had the only key there was a wire phone in there and i did work late some nights but not this night i was sleeping alone in my apartment when i woke up to a call on my cell phone from my girlfriend at eight or at three a.m she was in hysterics and asking why I scared her. Apparently, she received a call from that basement phone just a minute earlier with someone who sounded like me slowly repeating her name <laughs> until crackling and fading out. <laughs> My apartment was 10 miles away from work. I thought she was lying, but I saw the 3 a.m. call from the basement phone logged onto her cell phone. It still freaks me out. <laughs> I don't like that. Slowly saying her name? No. No. Next one, I was a satellite installer, and I was driving between two small towns in North Carolina, Statesville and Taylorsville. It's about a 20-minute drive down a perfectly straight two-lane road with pretty much nothing but trees on either side. It's the middle of the day, and I'm driving along listening to Howard Stern on Sirius, when all of a sudden I go from wide awake to falling asleep. Meaning one second I'm normal, and a second later my head is drooping down and my eyes closing. And what snaps me out of it is my car bounces like I hit a speed bump, but I'm still in the middle of the road. Howard Stern is still in the same sentence, but my GPS signal says it's lost, and then I hear recalculating. When it comes back, I realize I'm about 12 miles further down the road than I was, and I had missed my turn by 5 miles. My immediate thought was that I considered myself a level-headed atheist was that I fell asleep, hit a tree and died, and now I'm in some weird afterlife. It was such a strong feeling that I drove to the nearest gas station, got out, headed inside with a sweaty palm, feeling that a cashier inside was not going to be able to see me. To my relief, she did, and I bought a Red Bull. I still think I was hypnotized by the road and drove on some weird autopilot for a while, but losing GPS signal and not missing any of Howard Stern is unexplainable to me. I even used the serious ability to rewind and there was none of that show that I missed. That's weird. It is weird. Just like 12 miles up. Like you just time traveled 12 miles. And it wasn't even time. Because that's crazy. It was like a portal. Weird. Like they drove into a portal and they were like instantly... 12 miles down the road yeah like the end of the portal was 12 miles down that road Mm-hmm. weird yeah next one 10 years ago i was returning home from a road trip with two friends i received a phone call from my parents asking when we would be arriving and i explained that we were about 25 minutes away about a minute later we came around the bend it was a full moon and we could see the reflection from a lake below us and the and other than that the road was completely empty Suddenly, everything went completely dark in the car. No lights from the dash or gauges or headlights on the road. The music also stopped and restarted at the beginning of the CD we were listening to. 
There was now a vehicle pulled over by the police about a fourth of a mile in front of us that had not been there a split second before. I assumed I had dozed off for just a second as it was late. I thought it was quite peculiar though. After a minute, I, the, the driver of the car turned the music all the way down and said, did that just happen to anyone else? The other passenger in the back seat sat forward abruptly and exclaimed, I thought I just fell asleep. We then realized that the clock in the car was reading an hour later than it just had been a minute ago. To keep ourselves from freaking out, we decided that the car had possibly had a momentary electrical failure and reset the clock to an odd time, turned off the dash lights, headlights, and gauges, and restarted the CD player. But when we arrived home the 25 minutes later, we were one hour late. I'm missing an hour of my life, and to this day, I have no idea how it happened. <laughs> I don't like those. I know. What ha What happened? Where were they? Ooh, creepy. Next one, I was a sophomore in high school at my girlfriend's house watching a movie. It was around 10 p.m. when the flick ended. I proceeded to skateboard home. I only live like two blocks away, and it was a pretty quiet suburban neighborhood. I'm skating down the hill towards the larger street, larger but never really busy, especially not at night, when I reached the intersection and nailed a rock. I had planned on blasting across the street since there were no cars coming from either direction. I fly off my board, skid about three or four feet on my head, right shoulder, hip, and knee. I rolled to my back and screamed out in agony. The pain was so bad I couldn't really move. I looked up the road about 30 yards off it was a car coming. I was right in its path. A two-lane street and I was right in the middle of his lane. My head was aligned with the wheel. I tried like hell to move. I screamed. I yelled. I couldn't do anything. The car was about 15 yards off. He didn't see me. He makes no attempt to, to swerve. 10 yards. I hear him barreling down. I close my eyes. Brace. Nothing. I open my eyes, look where the car had been, nothing, hear the car behind me, look where it was supposed to be in the other direction, taillights cruising up the road. It hadn't moved, he hadn't swerved. I hadn't moved. It was like he passed through me or I passed through him. There isn't really any way he could have passed over me, not with the way I had landed and was positioned in the street. It was a little car, I can't explain it. I got up, terrified, bloody, and baffled, hobbled home, and went to sleep. No one believes me, but it's true. That's crazy. That is crazy. It's scary. When I was around 20, a few years ago, I kept having dreams about a woman with long black hair named Aurora. They were different dreams, but for some reason, her distinct face and name always ended up in them. I got to the point it got to the point where I would wake up frustrated and confused trying to Google her name and find out how I was connected to her. After a few months, she stopped showing up, and I dismissed it. Fast forward a few years later, Halloween 2009, I'm in a car with a friend stopped at a gas station. I'm about to pull out and merge onto the highway when I get a phone call from a random number, so I stopped the car, but no one answered. There was a person behind me who grew impatient, honked at me, and then swerved in front of me instead of waiting for two seconds for me to move. The second they got on the highway, a silver Civic loses control of their wheel and crashes into the car that swerved in front of me. I called the cops and waited at the gas station for them to come. Turns out both drivers of the car had, had died. It 100% would have been me if I had not gotten that call. Called it back a few hours later out of gratitude and curiosity. It rang three times and went to voicemail. Hi, you've reached Aurora. Please leave your name and number. Never had goosebumps like that in my life. Wow. I called it again the next day because I was confused about the whole situation. Some woman answered and we get to talking. I tell her my entire story, including the dreams I had. She tells me she doesn't know how I got her number and that she had never called me as far as she remembers. Weird. Uh, I ask her if she has a Facebook to confirm if it is, in fact, the woman in my dreams. I check her Facebook. It's her. Ooh, that's creepy. I know. And my last one is, I don't really want to say this name, but it's from Rectum Calamari. Yeah. Gross. Once I was sleeping over at my cousin's house, we were sharing a basement, and I woke up around 3 a.m. I remember looking around the room and thinking to myself, I wonder if, there, if anyone else is awake. 
My cousin then verbally responded in his sleep, Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Those were mine for the week. All right. It's time for the witty wrap-up. Yay! Witty wrap-up! I did weird billboards. Okay. Hold on. I got to finish chewing my candy. I thought I told you we're not allowed to eat while we record. But I really wanted it. Well, at least it's not something crunchy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. After receiving numerous complaints, the Wyoming Department of Health agreed to take down its health education billboard that declared, Wyoming has gonorrhea, do you? What? However, a department spokesperson defended the blunt message saying, obviously some people are shocked, but it's getting attention for an important cause, which is what it was designed to do. <laughs> Why would you accuse a state of having gonorrhea, though? <laughs> I, I guess I mean doesn't okay. really make that much sense it, but it, no whatever. no don't defile your state <laughs> our state is a big old slut are you <laughs> if you live here you must be Greensboro, North Carolina defense attorney Larry Archie stirred up controversy with a billboard that declared, just because you did it doesn't mean you're guilty. Oh my God. (laughs) Other lawyers noted that technically his message was accurate in certain situations such as self-defense, but nevertheless expressed regret that it didn't do much to improve the public image of the legal profession. Archie subsequently replaced the billboard with a less controversial one that read, When you need justice, you need just us. Okay. In 1999, the Shoe Strings Shoe Store put up a billboard that read, Bring in this ad and you'll get a free pair of shoes. (laughs) This inspired three people to jointly take down the 70-pound sign and present it to Shoe Strings. Eventually, they got their free shoes and the billboard company, which owned the sign, agreed not to press charges. A representative said, it's funny, but it's not funny. We understand the humor of all this. We're sort of humorous people ourselves. Shoestring said it would place a disclaimer on the next billboard. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, just bring in this ad. That's all you got to (laughs) do. I'm sorry, but that much work is not worth a pair of shoes. No, but you know, they probably did it to make a point. Well, yeah, it is hilarious. (laughs) In order to advert, I got a bubble now. No, you're Kermit. Yes. (laughs) Okay. In order to advertise its rabbit meat pizza, which it was, (laughs) which it was debuting in time for Easter, museum. pizza nailed hundreds of rabbit skins onto a billboard the ad declared that the pizza was made from real rabbit like this billboard Uh, the pizza chain insisted that the topping had a beautiful subtle flavor oh my god people were pissed oh my god all the poor kids i know look look there's a ton of easter bunnies Oh, wait, that's just their skin. Oh, you want some to eat? Okay. (laughs) Easter bunny pizza. (laughs) Gross. Why would you even think that's a good idea? I, you know. I mean, I know people eat rabbit. I would rather eat a pizza with, like, fried eggs on it or something. You know, like, sometimes there's egg on pizza. I could see maybe that. But not, oh, no. (laughs) That's terrible. Oh. Okay. In South Bend, Indiana, oh, no. a billboard was put up to promote the achievements of the local public schools. However, the ad omitted the L in the word public. 
Oh! The company responsible for putting up the billboard confessed to making the mistake, insisting that neither the city or schools had anything to do with it. The president of the company said, four people looked at it, eyeballed it, and didn't see the mistake, and those people all work for me. We take responsibility for it. We simply blew it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's a billboard. It's a school. About- <laughs> it's a school. And three people looked at it and nobody read I would have noticed I would have noticed it right away. Right away. That says pubic. Yes. That is not a And I would have started cracking up. <laughs> well, I used to work at a place where uh my boss was the marketing manager. So she ordered everything, and it was like a food service thing. Mm-hmm. And she ordered she ordered a menu, and it was like a sub shop kind of thing. So it listed the things you could get on it, and one of them was cucumbers. Mm-hmm. Well, someone put an extra M in there, so it was actually cumcumbers. <laughs> and we had to put a piece of black tape <laughs> by the M. <laughs> No cumcumbers here. Aww. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. God. In Mooresville, North Carolina, the Bloom grocery chain advertised its new line of beef by means of a smell-enhanced billboard. An aroma cartridge at the base of the billboard released the scent of black pepper and charcoal, and a high-powered fan spread the smell around. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I wonder what it smelled like. If it smelled good, or if it smelled like meat, like smoked meat. Yeah, I don't know. That would be good. That would be like would, clever, I would yeah. think. Because like if you drive by steakhouses and stuff and mm. they have that smell pumping mm-hmm. out of there, it's definitely, it definitely works. Yeah. And this just, it's just weird billboards, so. I mean, I I, mean, I wonder if it smelled like ass. That would be, yeah, that that would be totally different. And, what was it, smoke? Uh, charcoal. Charcoal Black and pepper, pepper and charcoal. Huh. I think it all depends on how that actually worked out. Yeah. I think if it worked out, it's a great idea. Yeah. If it smelled like ass, then no. Yeah. An Italian clothing company created an uproar when shortly before a papal... Papal visit? Is that how you say Papal. that? Papal. What? Papal. Isn't that like uh, the Pope? Papal? Oh! Yeah! I would is think that so. how you say I've that? I've never heard that word in my life. Oh, well, that's what I think it I is. know what you mean. Okay. <laughs> so, shortly before that visit... Okay. <laughs> it erected a billboard in Naples showing a topless nun holding a rosary... In response to charges of blasphemy, the company issued a statement insisting that the timing of the billboard was entirely coincidental and that there was no intent to blaspheme. blaspheme. Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) This is just for you, Mr. Pope. (laughs) Here's a topless nun. Oh my god. You know you think about it. God, that's crazy. (laughs) In Chico, California, a billboard for a local gun range showed Santa Claus with an automatic rifle. Many local residents expressed their disapproval, including one who said, The idea of this symbol of joy in giving, holding an assault rifle is just so contradictory. However, the gun range shrugged off the criticism, claiming that it was planning follow-up ads featuring a gun-toting Cupid and Easter Bunny. Oh, that makes it better. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I get it. It is what it is. You got to use, I mean. They're just trying to sell their Exactly. And it's Christmas time. (laughs) Yeah. Here, Santa uses guns. Come buy from us. (laughs) In Auburn, Alabama, Lifesavers Ministries put up a billboard ad to promote awareness of the importance of children's education. The ad showed a group of smiling children beneath the message, He alone who owns the youth gains the future. These words were attributed to Adolf Hitler. In response to numerous complaints, the church group eventually agreed to remove the ad, conceding that the Hitler quotation had been a poor and confusing choice. 
The founder of the ministry noted that it would have been smarter if they had used their second choice for a quotation, which was Herbert Herbert Hoover's statement that children are our most valuable resource. Yum. Yeah, thank. Yeah. Well, not to mention, why would you even think that that would be a good... He alone who owns the youth? What? They, you know what? (sighs) Church people get on my nerves. Oh, don't even get me started on I'm sorry, I don't want to offend anyone. Yeah, I I don't either, but... I I guarantee you they... Hitler was talking about himself, and they were thinking he meant God. Hmm. And that is not no. <laughs> not, no, not what is happening. But yeah, let's use a quote from Hitler. It'll be great. <laughs> oh my god, so stupid. Well, that's all I got. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You can look us up on Facebook. You can like us and recommend us on there and join the group and subscribe. Subscribe, rate, review, subscribe, please. We have three reviews. Two of them I know who did it. <laughs> so that does not count. So one person has rated us. But it's a good, it's a five stars. That's good. Um, send us your stories. We really need them. We need more listeners too. So spread the word. Ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. Email us your stories. We'll take it, anything. And we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye. <laughs>